When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. It's Friday morning, the 8th of April, 2022. It's 9.30, which is a new time for the punters, mate, which uh, was formerly 8.30, then 9 o'clock, but now it's 9.30. <laughs> so uh, we'll wait and see what happens next week, but no, I think we're staying on the 9.30 time slot. Mark Braybrook, unfortunately, is unwell. Can't uh, take his spot in the chair this morning, so I am steering the ship, but I've got a big helper here in Sammy Highland. Sammy, good morning to you. Chris, oh, we love we love the nine thirty start, and uh, I must say that I often listen to the punters, mate, uh, on the uh, on the journey to Kinder Gym, and I ha- I have to, you know, drop drop the belly lids off to start Kinder Gym, and then I have to stop halfway through, or stop listening halfway through because then I have to take Matilda in to do the cartwheels and so on. So uh, it's great to be here for the whole show today. I'm really happy about it. Oh, that's good. It's great to have you on board. And don't forget, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. And just looking at the calendar today, of course, Sam, we have racing at Rockhampton. First of two big days there. It's the Capricornia sales. So classic races tomorrow also at Rockhampton. But we're racing at Doombin, Aquas Park, Gold Coast, uh, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. Uh, we race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. I'm just going through the thoroughbred meetings at the moment. Uh, Birdsville on Sunday as well. And Birdsville Cup, Sam, on uh, on Monday. It's going to be the first of two Birdsville Cups run this year. Wow. I actually had a look at the fields for, for Birdsville, and I see uh, Johnny Keating, uh, who is a Victorian, uh, hails from Bendigo. I see he's got a few rides for Kim Han. Han um at uh, at that at that uh, meeting, so yeah, it's uh, good to see uh, Johnny Keating up there, and and uh, yeah, all the best to everybody at Birdsville. It's uh, I know. Have you been? I've never I've never been, uh, but my good mate Nathan Grubby Day, uh, he rode he rode a winner there, and he said it's a it's a fantastic weekend, just great fun. He he said bit of dust about you get a bit <laughs> of dust between the toes, but he said uh, it's great fun. They do it so well. For someone like me that wears contact lenses, it might be a bit of an issue. <laughs> we race at Mackay on Tuesday. We race at Dooman on Wednesday. And we race at uh, Townsville on Thursday. And, of course, next Friday, well, there's no racing because it's Good Friday, Sammy. We're too busy eating our uh, chocolate Easter eggs, etc. next Friday to worry about racing. Well, they'll be racing at Sale, though, down in Victoria. Oh, yes. Where, where uh, you will hear Campbell Brown and myself uh, doing SEN track from, uh, from Sale. So no rest we're going to do wicked. a bro- bro- broadcast uh, from there. And I'll tell you what, Chris, though, I'm going to have to take my jacket because I reckon it'll be a bit colder than what it is in uh, Queensland. Well, yes, it'll be starting to get uh, quite cool down in Victoria at this time of the year. So <laughs> there you go. Now, 
Highlights uh, of the week. These are my top three highlights of the week. Now, Rothfire. Uh, he seems to be back, and he seems to be back in good order. He had a gallop between races at uh, Eagle Farm last Saturday, and he galloped up uh, pretty well. He wasn't out to set any records, but he ran home his last uh, 422.88, I think it was. That's pretty quick. So all on song for Rothfire, who will resume. He'll have a trial shortly, and then he'll resume in the victory stakes uh, later this month. Uh, Sammy, my second highlight is uh, Trevelyan, who resume, well in resume, who finally won another race last week, and he won it in good order. But this is a horse that almost died, I believe, last year. Really? Yep. Well, yep. Uh, well done to Chris Maher and, and and the team there. He's a good trainer, Chris, and uh, uh, with the Holmar camp. Uh, Daniel's obviously training bags of winners in in Singapore and going so well. And and uh, John Maher was an outstanding trainer his whole career. And uh, and Chris is doing a great job in Queensland. I mean, he trained Group One winners uh, yeah. not so long ago down in Victoria, and now he's he's set up his base there at uh, at Eagle Farm, and he's just got a, a really nice little stable there. Uh, it's got some really nice horses, and yeah, you're going to hear a lot more of the, the Ma name uh, going going forward in Queensland. And Trevelyan was uh, I was on it. I, well, look, I was on it the start before when it ran third, and I thought it just needed the run at the trip there. It was. Uh, it was really good third up and then uh, fourth up. Gee, I was so happy to see him deliver like that. And you know what? That's what uh, that's what good trainers do with their horses, Chris. They 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 just bring them along slowly, and that's what he's done. That horse is, uh, yes. You know, he's he's had a bit of racing under his belt and just brought him along slowly. And you could see when he ran third, he, he was really good in that run third up. And then you were like, this horse, I want to be on this horse next time round. And uh, and he ran up to it, you know, and he rounded the race off beautifully out in the middle of the track. And it was a good win, wasn't it? Yeah, ridden a treat by Steph. She got him to the right part of the track. And once he got clear, it was basically game over. My third highlight, straight Aaron. Chris Waller and J-Mac got this uh, horse going and won the Carbine Club Stakes in Ramwick. Now, why am I talking about a horse that won at Ramwick? Because I am sure that this horse will be heading to Queensland for the derby. And if he does, he is the one you want to be on. He showed a terrific turn of foot on the heavy ground to win that race. And no nominations as yet out, of course, for the derby, but I would be very surprised if he wasn't uh, within those nominations when they do come out, Sam. Yeah, he looks a good, a good staying sort. It's, um, yeah, it's always, uh, it's always, you, you always think, are they going to be as effective on top of the ground? You know, which more than likely you'll get up here in Queensland, uh, at that time of the year, uh, maybe, uh, probably I'm going off a bit early there, but we'll, we'll see, won't we? Uh, he looks a really nice horse. See by Fastnet Rock, I think he is. He is. Uh, yep, he is yeah. by Fastnet Rock. Yep. And, you know, that those Fastnet Rocks, dead set, I'm, they're born with flippers, those things. They just, dead set, have big feet on them and they, and they uh, always handle wet ground. I, I, I always think it's a, it's a tick when they uh, with a fast net rock when they get on soft ground. And he carries the same colours as uh, as the autumn sun, so he's owned in the same interest as the autumn sun, who was so dominant up here a few seasons ago. So I am really looking forward to seeing Straight Aaron when he makes the trip a uh, trip north. Hopefully he does. All righty, we'll go for a break on the punters mate on this Friday morning. When we come back from the break, we'll talk to Queensland's leading trainer Tony Gollan. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Welcome back to The Punter's Mate. Uh, great to have you with us this morning. Chris Nelson and Sam Highland in the chairs. And we're joined, Sammy, by Queensland's leading trainer from the past eight seasons, soon to be nine, Tony Golan. Good morning, Tony. Yeah, good morning, guys. How do we find you on this Friday morning? 
You follow me well. Getting through, everything has to be done on a Friday. We're cruising along okay. Excellent. Uh, now, I just thought before we ask you about some of your runners at uh, Doombin tomorrow, just touch base on some of the stable stars heading towards the winter. Now, I did read somewhere yesterday that uh, Zoo Style may resume next Saturday. Yeah, he may. He's come along well. I had him in, had him in work plenty of time. Um, I was never really sure on where his kickoff point would be. I just want to get him up and have a bit of think about where I would and may or may not go with him. And you know, next week could be a good option. He had a, a dirt jump out here at Eagle Farm. With all the wet weather, a few things have been mixed up a little bit with grass jump out trials, etc. But he, he was really good. He coasted across the dirt nicely. He, he pulled up quite nice, nice and fit. I'll possibly give him a, a trial early next week or a bit of work, and I'll, I'll make a decision then on on what I decide to do with him. And he's quite. Go on, sorry, sorry, Sammy. What what sort of horse is Zoo Style, Tony? When you know these horses that are uh, you know pretty precocious or fast and zippy, that um, you know, does he have a lot of energy about him? You know, outside his work. Yeah, he, he's a nice horse around the yard. He, he's got he's a big horse. He's grown a really big, gangly sort of bloke. He's the sort of horse we always try to get to relax more in his work than we do to ask him for more. Sammy, he's always been quite a willing horse, so it's more about him can controlling himself and his track work more than it is letting him you know work to his top. You never see him work to his top here in, in the yard. If he did, he'd be running just too quick all the time, you know. So it's all about yeah. conserving his, his energy, which as he's gotten older, he's managed to do better. Uh, I really noticed that in the lead up to his summer preparation. He's really, really learning to control himself better. I think we, we saw that in those first couple of runs, which he won quite well. He conserved his energy mid-race beautifully. Uh, then he found that wet track just a bit too much for him, third up with the big weight. He's come to hand... Really well, all the data on him since he's been back in suggests he, he's really forward, really fit. So I certainly hold no fear of fitness next weekend. But the only fear I have would be his first go at Eagle Farm, which is a you know much talked about service as polar opposite to any of the others we race on. Now, should he come through that run well, what are the aims for him over the winter? Yeah, like, like I was saying before, guys, I had a bit of open mind with him to the winter just to where we'd go. And it would just depend, I think, on on weather and tracks and, and what, what other horses may or may not do as well. Um, if I ran him next weekend and he ran up to where I think he's at, you know, it opens the door to have a look at the 10,000 with him, which is a race I'd always been really keen to, to get him in. Um, but he, he'd want 1,200 on better ground, not wetter ground. You know, he'd need a nice, you know, winter four or five, more so than a, a winter six or seven to go there. Otherwise, he just wouldn't be good enough. Um, but if, he did, if I didn't like that race as an 11-10, you know, listed the following week with a maximum 61 top weight. So he just sits in that that awkward spot. He's either a high rating, a bit too high for the listed, he carries big weights, or he's got to go to the next level. Will Brad Stewart ride him? Yeah, at this point in time, uh, he is. The owners were keen to keep him on um, for what I've, what I've heard, yes. Okay. Uh, now, the other stable star I want to talk about was Vega One. Of course, coming back off, uh, off an injury uh, in the Stradbroke of last year. He's been back in the stable a little while. Yeah, he has. He's done a lot of work away from the stable, more than what he's done in here. He's done a lot of work out at Embrook with the rehab stuff we had to do with him with that hind leg. So he's been in here a little bit now. He's done some striding work. He's coming along really well. He's not too heavy either, which is good off that long layoff. Um, he looks good and he feels great. He'll have a, a barrier trial on Tuesday. That'll be his road to getting built up towards most probably... I'd love to run him in the victory stakes. If, if I have to go to the 10,000 first up, I would, but I'd prefer to... I run run under my belt in the victory stakes if I could. You'd have to say that, like, going to to a race first up, though, that uh, he could definitely, uh, if he produces his best, he wins, doesn't he? 
Oh, he's a really good horse. I mean, there'll be no easy race at Victory Stakes. You know, Rothfire, and there's plenty of others going to be there for it. There'll be a strong carnival again this year. I'm positive of that. Um, it's just about getting some miles in his legs, Sammy. He's like, he'd be a year between preps again, and it's just awfully hard as they get older. <laughs> it doesn't get any easier, but he's a he's a beautifully athletic horse, and keeping him to the shorter trips, you know, it just allows me to have, I guess, one more opportunity at the Stradbroke with, with him. I'd love to go to the Stradbroke fourth up as opposed to being third up. I think last year he won the, the Kingsford Smith third up, uh, fourth up, sorry, and he ran second in the Stradbroke fifth up. So I think, um, you know, if he's third and fourth up into those races this year, he gets his chance. Last but not least, uh, Isotope, who, uh, well, I don't say, didn't let anyone down in Sydney. The track was just too wet that day, wasn't it? Yeah, you just saw, you knew a long way out what your fate was, unfortunately. It was pretty hard to watch yeah. late. The last you know, three furlongs was pretty tough watch. But look, it, it is what it is. She come through it quite well. She had a pretty high heart rate just after it, which is testament the horse is not handling the ground. If they get through the ground, their heart rate stay low. If they struggle in it, their heart rates are quite high, which hers was. Uh, she vetted beautiful down there. She vetted good back here. Had a 10, 10 easy days then once once she got home. So basically a fortnight of not doing too much. Just a bit of tick over stuff on the treadmill and grass paddock and she's back in. She feels great, looks great. Start to amp her up. She'll trial a couple of weeks from Tuesday and um, head towards the Doomin 10,000. All righty. Now runners at uh, Doomin tomorrow have got a good uh, good bank of runners and it kicks off with this very promising Natuno in the first race. Short-priced favourite, Tony. Yeah, look, I... I don't frame the markets. I just, yep. I just train them. But he's in, he's in great nick. I, I would lo- I love the bit better draw, but that'll be Ryan's problem tomorrow once the gates open. Um, he began really well at Sunshine Coast the other day, and if he begins well again, he'll just sit quiet on him and just try and get into a position where where he feels is good for the horse. You know, we won't be out there to rush him out the gates or anything like that. He's still quite impressionable and still learning how to control himself in his races. Once he does, you'll see a really good horse, I'm sure of that. But he's still a bit of a work in progress, but his ability and talent is, is there to see. Race two, there's Night Mariner. I was on this horse uh, the other day. He was honest. He was unlucky. <laughs> he was very unlucky. Yeah, the race probably panned out not as we expected. Yeah. Um, you know, and to Georgie's credit, she's a late, you know, late jump on, really. And she found out, you know, probably 45 minutes before the race, she was riding him, so she didn't have a lot of homework done on the race. And Probably, I thought just chased the good speed a little bit too much and sort of come out into an awkward position on him trying to find that good ground. Um, unfortunately, in doing that, lost a lot of momentum. But I think with a nice lightweight on his back tomorrow, 52 and a half um, kilos of featherweight, as long as we can just switch down, just relax just behind them. It doesn't look to be much speed here. It doesn't sort of bother me as long as he relaxes. I expect him to be too good for them. Yeah, I agree. Tavion Prince and Youngblood go around in race number four. I thought Tavion Prince was good. Uh, two starts back, just an even effort last time, but right in the uh, race tomorrow, I would have thought. Yeah, I think this is a big step back from that race mm. at the Gold Coast. That was a pretty good race. I knew he was out of his grave when I went there, but I had to run him in that to get him to this. Uh, this is the right sort of race for him. He's one of those staying horses, and you see plenty of them come to Queensland, that they sort of find their race or two each prep where they can really be big good chances in. And I think this is one for him. I think he's over the odds, actually. I think you get a nice run-up on pace with cover. That seems to suit him. There's a couple there that'll press forward, you know, super giant. And also um, the stable mate of ours, Youngblood, he's got another mate there as well. He's going to roll forward. So if we can find the back of that with cover, he likes to out of the ground. This rain does eventuate today and tomorrow. That'll suit him in 2,000 metres around Doom and suits him. So he kicks a lot of boxes for me. Uh, joyous legend in race five in the Rosemont Colours, uh, and this horse has been a first up winner before. Yeah, she won her first start in the race. I think when Gerald had her, and she's no 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 stranger to wet ground. If we are to get it, she's she's very talented. 
she's got a big pedigree behind her, hence the price tag when they, they bought her. Um, she's got the visitors draw, hasn't she? You know, going to really run along here into this first corner. There's an awful amount of pressure in it. So Ryan's just going to need that, that good bit of luck into that first bend. She's she definitely got the ability. Um, she's a pretty good filly this. I'm, I can see her doing a job during the Winter Carnival, but just needs a lot of luck tomorrow into the first corner. Just to ask you about uh, put on the red light in the same race, Tony. Uh, I, I like her. I think she's a really good filly, but that gate suggests she's going. She gets back anyway. She runs her best races from the back, but she's going to get back there and give them a big start over the 1,050. Yeah, she certainly is, and she's going to be one with the flashing light. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm very confident I'll overdo it in this race. Yep. I'm positive they will. They have to. There's just too many horses that want to go forward and put pace into it. So there'll be a lot of pressure in early. She'll just sit back and watch that pressure. The key to her is just going to be where Steph can improve without giving away too much ground at that crucial time, you know, between the 600 and the 300. If we can take some shortcuts and still improve into the race, she can be really good late. Tony, in race six, Rocker Moore. Now, I like this horse, and uh, but uh, did he just have to do too much work last time around? It just, I, I was just... Yeah, I, obviously, the gate is going to make it awkward again, but I just thought it, he just needed a bit softer. Yeah, 100%, Sammy. Like he, he was just caught on, on a bit of a limb, and, and Jimmy sort of just let him stride forward. And, and when he did that, then the stable mate pressured him. It was, it was quite bizarre to watch him the trainer of both horses, that's for sure and certain. Um, and then he stayed down on the inside part of the track, which was tr- truly just gone by that stage of the day. So Jimmy Orman doesn't ride, hasn't ridden too many bad races at all for us, and Tommy's been riding for us. But I suggest this wasn't one of his best the other day. And it, look, it is easy to say that off, off ordinary draws too, you know. He's drawn tricky tomorrow, but he's a, he's a lovely go-forward horse. It's a good start, the 13.50. Provided he can just find any position on the right tempo in the first three pairs, I'd be comfortable. And I think he's exceptionally over the odds in this race. I think I've got the favourite in there, and there shouldn't be that disparity between price. Mm. Uh, Tony, now you've got too many horses uh, tomorrow to fit them all in this segment, so we've run out of time. But can you give us your best of the day? What do you think is your best chance? And I'm hoping you're going to say Nightmare. Uh, Race is one and two. Yeah, two knows my best, and Nightmare knows my next best. They should like one and two. If I'm if I'm not on the scoreboard after the first two, it's going to be a frustrating day. Well, hopefully that's not <laughs> the case, Tony. Thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck uh, tomorrow at Doomben and going forward right through the carnival. Thanks, guys. Cheers, eh? Cheers. Tony Gollan joining us this morning. Sammy, we'll head for a break. We'll be back with more on the punters, mate. Right after this. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Great to be with you on this Friday morning on The Punter's Mate on SEN track. Sam, we need to look at some follow, folds or forgives from last week. Now, don't forget, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au for all the info you need. Have you got anything to add to my follow, fold, or forgives them, or on my own? Uh, I on my own here. I think maybe I'm being a bit tough, but I thought Ghost Rider was disappointing uh, the other day on Monday at Doomben. And uh, I mean, that winner bolted in sensationalisation, didn't yes, it? Yes, straight um, to the front. But uh, yeah, I thought for the running out, he might have let down, kicked on a bit better. So. Uh, but that was sort of the only one that, that came to mind quickly. You know, Sam, I'm getting a bit of a theory here um, with these Annabelle Nisham trained horses. A lot of them are starting to go around under the odds. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair call. That's yep. a fair call. Uh, yeah. So just be careful with those. We've had um, 
We had one at Doombin on another one at Doombin on Wednesday. Johnny Dash in the first race was it Ipswich? Yep. Sorry, Ipswich on Wednesday. Johnny Dash went around a dollar fifty off a couple of trials that just were okay. Uh, <laughs> then I saw one at, yesterday in the bog in Sydney, well backed, and it ran nowhere as well. So. Yeah, just be careful. It, uh, look, she's a great trainer, but I think some of these horses might be just a little bit unders at the moment. Anyway, my follow, fold or forgive. Hang five at a race two at Eagle Farm last Saturday. Sammy was a bit of a uh, good thing beaten, I thought. Uh, Jaden Lloyd rode back in the field. I think he uh, thought he'd get a few more breaks than he did. And unfortunately, the horse uh, got up along the inside, Tyresa, who ran so well at Ipswich prior for Kelly Schweder and shot away in the straight. And by the time Hang five got into clear running... It was all too late. So we'll put the big forgive sign over hang five. Simply fly. Now, I think I said last week when I tipped this horse that I jumped off him last prep, and here I was tipping him again. Well, he will be in my tips no more. Uh, he just not running. He's not the same horse. He's just not running on in his races like he used to. So until he starts to show a bit of form, uh, I'm swearing off simply fly. I wonder if he's he's got a you know he's got a little bit older, a bit wiser, and he's half taken the Mickey a bit, you know, because he he was plain, wasn't he? After yep. after you know not doing any work in the first half of the race, you'd expect him to kick on a bit better at the end of it. Well, he did have a few tricks uh, earlier on. He was a pretty hard yeah. horse to ride, so yeah, maybe he's got a few more tricks now. Yeah, that's he's... right. Is he the horse that whipped around one day? Yeah, Jumped I think he did. Whipped around. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done a bit. Well, Steph Thornton you, seemed to have the knack with him a couple of preps ago. She was back on him on Saturday, and he, he just didn't run on. So I just don't think he's in a great place. So we'll leave him out for a while, simply fly. Zing along, same. He, he gets in so many races where he figures to map beautifully <laughs> and win, and he just doesn't. So, yeah. I mean, I think he's one Is one he the two. horse that bites yes. the other ones? Yes. Yeah. No, he has got well, serious any horse, Any horse that, that is halfway up the straight and ready to win a race and then leans across and well, reaches across and tries to bite another horse, they've got a bit of cockroach about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got plenty about him, that's for sure, and he's going in the bin as well. Zava <laughs> Boom, one of Tony Gollins, I thought was a really good run. Uh, second up last week, only just got beaten, was sneaking up there along the inside in the straight. Another stride, and uh, Zava Boom had that race won. So uh, follow him. That's uh, two starts this time in for two good runs. And I think the run of the day was in the last race, and it was a horse uh, by the name of New Arrangement. I don't think anyone missed this. Just steaming home down the outside <laughs> at Eagle Farm. Did you catch it? Yes, yes. Ran super, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Just uh, 1,600 metres, I think, next time around for New Arrangement. And we'll have a winner there. Oh, that's got the flashing lights all over it. Has uh, has new arrangements. So it was almost like you know at the top of the straight, like he was under pressure and he a bit flat. But then all of a sudden, once he built momentum, then he really got into gear. And as yep. you say, that last hundred was the best part of his race. It was, and he's got form over sixteen hundred meters. And uh, look, he's staying up here at this time of the year before we get into the carnival action. There's a race for him, definitely new arrangements. So hang five for forgive, simply fly a fold, zing along a fold, Zava boom a follow. And new arrangement to follow. Any from uh, your side of the fence, Sam? Uh, I would just, yeah, I would just say um, Ghost Rider. I was, yep. I was a fold there with him. I, I thought he was uh, disappointing enough. Um, uh, that street dancer obviously looks a, a, a good uh, one. Won that uh, two thousand meter race uh, that day, and you know from that yes. camp, uh, he's, geez, riding well. And uh, Ryan Maloney is. He is. He, well, he has. From the time he got to Queensland, he's just uh, you knew that he was going to be a leading jockey, and and uh, yeah, he's just uh, gets good support. But 
just puts him in the right spot. He gives him he a does. sweet run all the time. He does. He's not one of those riders that gets overly aggressive. He reminds me nah. of Damien Brown. Just has good hands, um, and he, he he gets them home. As you say, he gets them in the right spot, gives them the right run. Now, unfortunately, Scott Cross from CrossBet couldn't uh, join us this morning. He's had something pop up. So we'll just run through some markets anyway uh, from CrossBet. Now, first of all, we're going to look at the Lions and Geelong tonight uh, being played uh, down at GMHBA Stadium in Geelong. Sam, $1.95 the Lions, $1.85 Geelong. Wow. What do you reckon? Not much in that. No, there's not uh, not a lot. It's almost uh, sounds like uh, that that uh, rugby team that played last night. Listen to me talking about rugby. I was, I, was, I you <laughs> yeah, know, I, I say I, rugby I here know. and they tell I, me off. It's NRL. I, it's league. All oh, right. Well, yeah. Well, that look. I I <laughs> rang a bloke and I said I'm. I think I'm going to have something on these sea eagles. He goes, mate. This this bloke's not playing for them. They never win when. No, they when this bloke's not playing. They jogged it. <laughs> oh, dead set. I was. I was filthy. Unbelievable. I shouldn't even bet on football. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> oh, what about the Broncos and the Roosters? A dollar sixteen the Roosters, five twenty five the Broncos. I love the Roosters there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might. Uh the Masters, we haven't got a market up yet because they're still playing the first round, but uh just talking about the Masters, Tiger Woods, how good. He's tied for tenth at the moment, shot a seventy one one under. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, just an amazing sportsman, isn't he? And uh, he's had his hiccups uh, throughout his career, but he he's just, you know, what do they say? Uh, class, class is permanent, and he's got that. He certainly has, and he looks he's a bit of a different swing, uh, obviously with the with the injury, the car accident, etc. But uh, look, I hope look, you hope he makes the cut. And at this early stage, you'd say it'd be a big chance. And look at some of his highlights; he had some terrific shots today. Uh, the Queen Elizabeth is the highlight of racing uh, around the around the globe, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, tomorrow, this is one hell of a field. Zaki, uh, I'm thunderstruck. Very elegant. Animo, Duis, Montefilia. I mean, where does it end? What do you think, Tom? What do you think, Sam? Well, it's uh, it it is a, a super meeting. I mean, do you know this Zaki? I was I didn't think he would do what he did last time around. So uh, I and then I think, geez, you know, like that. Was it was um, it was a great win there. I, I think uh, first up, he was he was good, and as I say, I, I didn't think he'd win like he did last time around, and he did. I think Animo, I, you know, I, he's a seriously good horse. I think he takes the Mickey a bit sometimes, and it's uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Zaki. Well, I can tell you the current market with Crossbet is three dollars ten for Very Elegant, uh, five fifty for Zaki. Just put Animo in front of Zaki there at $5. Dewis at uh, $6.50. Montefilia just in front of that one at, at $6. So there's not much between the uh, the top. Zaki at five fifty. I mentioned there. So that's going to be one heck of a race is the uh, is the Queen Elizabeth. Now, one of the other features, and I've got to get the market up here, Sam, which I haven't done, is the Queen of the Turf. And it is race number nine tomorrow afternoon at Ranwick. And it's another Group 1 feature. And it features a very, very strong field. Colette, you think, would be really well-placed uh, with the wet conditions. Currently, $3.80 favourite with Crossbet. Effective in uh, wet ground, isn't she, Colette? And yep. I, I know uh, Tags is a, a big uh, big supporter of it. The, you know, interesting, I don't know if I can do it or not, but this horse, Yonts, can it keep the keep the winning run going? I mean, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's 
one for one on the soft. Obviously, heavy is going to be a different story, but it's a, it's a good horse. And don't forget Ice Bath there at uh, at five dollars. Look, look, the track conditions uh, at Randwick are going to play a, a huge role in the results tomorrow. All right. Well, thanks to Crossbet for that. We'll head for a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Never forget, Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Now, I went through some of the meetings over the next seven days in Queensland, but I didn't mention, Sam, the Harness and the Greyhound. So let's have a crack at that. Uh, today, the Harness races are at Albion Park. The Greyhounds are at Ipswich. Tomorrow, the Harness Racing is at Redcliffe, and that'll be in the evening, and the Greyhounds at Townsville and Ipswich. On Sunday, Greyhounds only, and they will be held at Ipswich. On Monday, we have Greyhounds at Ipswich and Bundaberg with the Harness Racing at Redcliffe. Tuesday, we go to Albion Park for Harness Racing, Townsville and Ipswich for Greyhounds. Wednesday, Redcliffe for Harness Racing, Rocky and Ipswich for Greyhounds. And on Thursday, Good Friday Eve, we Harness Race at Redcliffe, and we Greyhound race at Ipswich. Albion Park Greyhounds, hopefully not too far away from uh, rejoining the schedule after those uh, floods and all the work they've had to do with the track, Sam. And what about Capalaba? We're, well, we're still off at Capalaba. Yeah, we're still off. I haven't got any news about Capalaba, but uh, I'm sure they can't be too far away. So hopefully we'll see Capalaba and, uh, and Albion Park back on the schedule soon. Thank you for bringing that up too, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> now... Thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Shane Churlio was to come on and give us some tips today for Toowoomba on uh, tomorrow night in the evening in the twilight. But unfortunately, Shane can't join us until next week. So Sammy and I, we're going to have a crack at some uh, some Toowoomba tips. Sam, wow. I know you've done all the form because your uh, Darling Download show will be on tomorrow morning and you'll have plenty of tips there. But what are your best couple for the meeting tomorrow afternoon, evening? Well, I like in a race, I like the Sears runners. I love it when they target their home track, the Sears camp. And uh, conglomerate, I was with this horse uh, last start when it uh, got the money. And I think it'll win again. Uh, it was a good winner at Ipswich over the 800, up to the 1,000 here, where it's been a winner at the 1,000 before. It's never actually raced at, at Toowoomba. So first time at Toowoomba, Alex Pattis on board, drawn uh, the four gate so it's got a soft enough draw it'll jump and put itself on speed and give a great sight so i think it uh it'll be really hard to beat in race two and then i'm sticking with the sears theme and in a maiden that is pretty weak mm. race number six number eight so content uh, drawn the one gate luke tarrant he's been doing a great job chris since uh he's made he the move from the sunny coast to to Toowoomba, he's had his hiccups throughout, and and uh, he's teamed up with the Sears camp. He's working really hard and doing a great job, and he's a, he's a good talent. He's, you know, he's, he's he rides so well, and uh, I think uh, so content can can finally get the score on the board um, because their form's not that bad as opposed to that that run last time round where she wasn't hopeless in no. that cracking thunder race. Um, so this will this will be a lot easier because uh, these horses are yeah just. It's a pretty moderate race, and I think uh, this filly, she's she's found her right race uh, by Saboog. I think I think Willow won on Saboog actually. Uh, he could have. Yeah, I reckon he did. Just on Luke Tarrant, he he knows how to celebrate a win when he goes over the line, doesn't he? Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's a different rooster, he's a different cat. He? He's he's uh, he's. 
got the uh, stamps all over him. He's he's a he's, he's a different different yeah as you say a different cat. But he's a he's a good talent. Rides in great form. Riding really well and good. That you know he's uh, working hard for Tony and Maddie Sears. Yep. And they're giving him good support. You know, so it's um it works both ways, doesn't it? Yeah, they won't be. Uh, he won't. He won't want to get off that two-year-old we saw a couple of weeks ago. That's for sure. Um, wow, we ready, steady. Yeah, is that, how good. Is that what it's called? Ready, steady. That's wasn't, it. Uh, yep. Wasn't it a winner? And you got it firsthand off uh, Maddie Sears that morning when on the Darling Downlow when she said, "This is a weapon." And she was and dead when right. When someone when someone comes on and says, "This is a weapon," it's load up, put your house on, gamble. Which is what you did responsibly. <laughs> Because you owned so many houses, one didn't matter. It was a responsible <laughs> bet. Um, uh, now, you mentioned Alex Pattis, and I hear a whisper that she's going to be one of your guests on the Darling Download tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's really important to follow our guests uh, on the Darling, well, especially the jockeys, because we just have this amazing strike rate that every jockey we get on to talk about their rides, they just go out and ride a winner or two. And uh, Paul Hamblin... The pressure was on, and the captain, Mark Braybrook, he questioned uh, if I was on the right track last week. How dare he? Paul, Paul Hamblin had just the one ride at Toowoomba last Saturday night, and didn't he just deliver? Gets the money. All righty, and I'm going to go with uh, with the same one as you, race six, number eight, so content. I thought it was a good run two starts back, but you've made a case there. Uh, race two, number four, Rittle. Lindsay Hatch and Jake Malloy. Oh, I just think dropping back to the 1,000 metres is going to suit and looks well in a Class 2 plate with the claim down to 56 kilos. So race two, number four, and race six, number eight for me at Toowoomba. And that, of course, is thanks to Aquas, Queensland best and largest stallion facility and Queensland breeders' number one supporter. Now, Sammy, let's have a look at some of the races tomorrow. I'll go first and give you my weekend forecast. My best bet, race two, number nine, Night Mariner. No luck at all as far as I was concerned last start. Georgie Cartwright did nothing wrong. She just unfortunately went one way and the run came the other way and slow hands got it. So not Mariner can turn the tables tomorrow. Race two, number nine. My other best bet, race seven, number nine, go Wanji. He's a ripper, this bloke. Uh, he'll be steaming down the outside. He's won six of eight, placed on a further couple of occasions. Uh, a couple of others, uh, race four, number six, Sale, who cost me last week uh, when I was nailed right on the line. I think he can make amends. And I'm going with Dream Reacher, race eight, number seven each way, who is a really good horse at the moment. He's in great form, bit of a freshen up. He'll be steaming home. So my best race, two, number nine, and race seven, number nine. And my value, uh, race four, number six, not a lot of value there, but I think he'll run well. And race eight, number seven, and you? Chris, so race six, number five, Rockamore. I was with this horse uh, last time round, and as uh, Tony Dolan highlighted earlier, that it's it, – uh, you know, he just pressed forward and did too much work, and and he, it just burnt him out in the end. And he, he was down on the inside, which it was not the place to be. Um, I'm I'm prepared to forgive him on that. You know, I've I've actually uh, I really like this horse, and I'm thinking, gee, do I go again? But I I just think if he gets the right run in the race, uh, he he can uh, he can have a real presence and and be hard to beat. So I'm going to stick with him. Uh, Rockamore, and I'm I'm with you with uh, Go Wanji, uh, race seven, number nine. He's just a winner. He, yeah. He's a winner, and you know we saw that when when he was put under pressure first up, and he just on his home track, and he just lifted and went through. And I'm telling you, I I was sure I dead said just walked away like as if ah oh, that's just 
got the money, happy days. Oh, you know? And then true, they come up dead eight, and yeah. I'm going, are you serious? Like, what is going on here? I I could not understand that. But anyway, uh, he dead heated. Uh, Windside is a, a horse that's obviously going well. It's since performed well. And, yeah, I think I think he's a beauty, Gawanji. Um, he's... he's Eight starts, six wins, a second and a third, and I think he'll make it seven wins uh, after the weekend. He, he's a ripper. Anything uh, down south? Uh, don't mind um, Botany. This horse was a good winner at uh, Bandstyle. Um, it was, I'm dead set, uh, it was in awful trouble. Carleen Heffel straightened up and she had a wall of horses in front of her and got shuffled back, and then you're just like, oh, well, your money's confetti. And then next thing... Dives through and gets the money, and I'm like, "Gee, that was a good win." You don't see horses do that. I mean, Bansdale is is a track where you need to be on speed, uh, even off hot tempos. It's things seem to go too hard, and still are hard to catch around there. And uh, just from where it was on straightening in that sticky spot, and it just jumped and lifted. I thought it's got a bit of class about it. That horse, I reckon, uh, I saw it was about ten or eleven bucks. Uh, for Saturday, and Carlin Heffel stays on board up to the fourteen hundred. Uh, it's in the Coolmore colours. It's a it's a well bred horse, and yeah, I th- I think um, you know I know it's a step up for it, but he he uh, he knows his horses. PG Moody doesn't he? And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's a good bit of stuff. Botany. Alrighty, so there you have it. Now, some segment or a segment that we haven't had for a, a few weeks. One that I always look forward to. Let's play. Ho, 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 it's magic. You know, never believe it's not so. It's magic. You know. Sammy, you know Terry McAuliffe very well as a race caller in South Australia. Yeah, I do. He's a great caller. He is a great caller. And he can get a bit animated at times, which makes his calls quite interesting. This was a race. Now, I did steal this off uh, off the show on racing.com. That's racing. I did see it a couple of weeks ago. I thought, this is a good one for That's Magic. It was uh, Terry calling a race at Strathalbyn. I think it was a couple of years ago now. Let's have a listen. First kiss in front from Starflight. Chalmers can't reach them, seemingly. First kiss in front. First kiss from battling away Starflight with Chalmers. But first kiss. Do you remember yours? Mine was Sarah Kettridge. First kiss wins from Starflight second, Charm is third. <laughs> I think that Terry's still holding a candle for Sarah Kettridge. <laughs> I wonder if Sarah was listening to that. I wonder if Sarah thought, oh, God, him. <laughs> First kiss, eh? Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't even know if I can remember mine. Well, when you when you're uh, when you're like you and I, Sam, and you've had so many, it's uh, really first kiss, last kiss. I mean, they're just so so. Uh, I don't know. They're all the time. You you, you struggle to remember, but uh, anyway, wouldn't that be nice? It's not the case. But anyway, that was good from Terry. He's put in some. They're hard to get. Time. They're hard to get now. I'll the tell old, you, the older hard. you get, the harder they are to get. That's for sure. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But uh, Terry, yeah. I've, there's another one of Terry going around where uh, he's tipped a winner and he's they've crossed the line. I can't find it anywhere, but he's yelled out, I tipped this. Uh, it's an absolute <laughs> ripper of a, a, a self-crow, that one. But, yeah, uh, well, it's uh, – uh, and, of course, when you tune into SEN Track, you can hear uh, plenty of uh, oh, the taggart crowing. Plenty of uh, confident like... crowing. <laughs> yeah, he's crowing like a rooster. <laughs>
<laughs> Tags loves it. He doesn't mind a bit of uh, self-indulgement, does uh, Tags? So good on him. He does a great job. As everyone does at SEN Track, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Sammy, thank you very much for coming in off the bench. We appreciate that. And yeah, Chris, oh, great to catch up with you and uh, have a great weekend for everybody out there. And we'll catch you same time, 9.30 next Friday morning.